0: Hey, beloved. Welcome back to another episode of the show. We are on number 17. I'm so excited. So we're going to be talking about resolutions, okay? It's that time of year again where we've already set our resolutions for the new year, but unless you've already mastered the art of making goals, you likely become overwhelmed at the idea of them, and if you're like most people, you've already given up on them. Sometimes it must be admitted that we picked goals out of pressure to have the quote-unquote right goals according to other people, Or maybe we set a goal so big it's not even realistic to accomplish it in the time we gave it or the set of circumstances that we're dealing with. Let's face it, with no real plan and no real inspiration, nothing happens. Cue the shame cycle that keeps us stuck and we've already sabotaged the rest of the year that only just began. Instead, I'm gonna show you how to set meaningful goals for yourself and offer tips along with my favorite essential oils to help you achieve them. So I actually have five tips for you. I'm going to cover the first four in part one, and then in the next episode, I'm going to cover the last and final tip plus essential oils to help you achieve them. Grab your peppermint and wild orange because this is going to be good. But before we dig in, before we do all of that amazingness, I want to make sure that if you don't yet have access to pure, potent, and medicinal quality essential oils and someone to support you along your journey, then I want to make sure you know about my essential oils made easy virtual workshop. This 45-minute online workshop was designed for people who are just starting to explore the potential of essential oils for health and wellness solutions and don't know where to start. This is a free workshop and totally no pressure. My goal is simply to educate and empower you with the basics to help you understand the power of essential oils. We love our oils. They've become our go-to for the last decade as the first line of defense in our home, and I want to make sure that everyone knows they exist as a safer, cheaper, and more effective option. In this workshop, we cover what essential oils are and how to use them what to look for in a quality essential oil and why it matters and then we cover a few of the most popular and versatile oils every home should have along with testimonials so that you can make an informed decision on whether or not essential oils are a good fit for you and your family One group member shares, I received the oil package as a gift from my amazing sister-in-law. I was skeptical at first that it would do me any good, but I have to admit I was wrong. It really reduces my level of stress and helps me with my joint pain. I highly recommend this product for everyone with high levels of stress and mild joint pain. I know the use of oils may sound like a spa treatment rather than a medicinal remedy, but a robust body of evidence supports the claim that essential oils are effective in treating many things, as well as stress and anxiety, when you have verified their purity, sourcing, and testing. So check out the link in the show notes to take the first steps toward getting access. This just helps me learn a little bit more about you and your needs, and you can opt to receive a free sample to go along with the workshop to make it more of an interactive experience, which is always fun. All right, here we go. Welcome to the Covered Beloved podcast where we choose to live faith-infused, holistic lifestyles while nourishing and renewing our minds to experience the depths of God's love for us. Hey there, I'm Heidi Brom, world changer and mom on a mission to bring a whole new level of health and wellness to your home. As a decade-long essential oil advocate, self-proclaimed personal and kingdom development junkie, and your holistic lifestyle strategist, I believe that when God created the earth, He didn't leave us without solutions, that He created us to be healthy and whole, and that He's covered each and every one of us as mothers with His protection, grace, and wisdom on how to live our most healthy, happy, and joyful lives. Are you ready? It's time to become the healthy home mom God created you to be, because He's got you covered, beloved. Let's dig in. Do you want to hear some stats, beloved? (laughs) Studies show that only 8% of Americans who make a New Year's resolution actually keep them all year, and 80% have failed by the start of February, which is the time of year that this episode is airing. So why do some people accomplish their goals and others don't? Or better yet, why do 80% of them fail? Hilary DiPiano says, we all get the same exact 365 days. The only difference is what we do with them. Clinical psychologist Joseph Luciani says most resolutions fail due to sabotage caused by a lack of self-discipline. I can see that in some ways, but I'm going to propose that most resolutions fail due to sabotage caused by lack of clarity and what it actually takes to make your goals a reality. I want to share, again, my top five tips to set goals you will actually do, so I'm going to share the first four in this episode, and then in the next episode, I'm going to share my last tip, plus share some essential oils to help you along the way to achieving them. Okay, number one, do an end-of-the-year review. Take some time before thinking of new goals to think of what you achieved over the last year. See how you've changed and grown. This helps you enter into a space of gratitude, which is a superpower. As you look over the past 12 months, think about the accomplishments you are most proud of, the new things you learned, and be honest about your own well-being. Did you sleep enough? Did you eat enough for your health? Did you spend quality time with loved ones? What challenges did you face and how did you overcome them? Finally, consider what didn't go right and what you learned from any mistakes. Did you expect too much of yourself? Were you operating at a level 12 on a scale of 10, expecting to find ease, peace, and joy in your day? Did you create enough margin to accomplish what you really wanted to? Failures only exist if you choose not to learn from them, so give yourself credit for any risks you took, no matter how large or small. Number two, select a few goals you actually want to achieve this year. Not what someone else tells you you should want to achieve, not what the world tells you you should, but what is the actual real desire of your heart. I took the best goal-setting workshop this year by Mike Mishero, and I will put his information in the show notes because he does these workshops every quarter, and trust me, you want to be in on them. This workshop was the first time I was invited to truly set a goal for what was in my heart. Proverbs thirteen twelve says, hope deferred makes the heart sick, but desire fulfilled is a tree of life. The word desire there in Hebrew means intense wish, and the word there for life means alive, living of God, the living one. So real goals or goals that you will follow through on are goals that you have a strong emotional connection to. They're goals that will light you up. You have a desire to do them, no matter the outside voices that tell you what your goals should be, and deferred, those desires actually make your heart sick. So ultimately, to figure out what is inspiring to you, I suggest writing out a long list of possible goals. Try to have at least 10 things you hope to accomplish this year. Once you're finished, go back over your list and order them from most important to least important. Which one inspired you the most? Are there any that need to happen before the others do? In other words, is there an order to them? And don't sugarcoat these desires, you guys. There is a reason for you to have them. Psalms 47:4 says, "Delight yourself in the Lord, and he will give you the desires of your heart." So, you don't have to worry about thinking that they're selfish or doubt if there's something you should want to accomplish. When we delight in God, we make room in our hearts for him to place in us the things that he wants for us. So as long as our hearts aren't closed off or hardened to him, we are able to receive the things that God wants to give us, that he's already picked out for us. Our heart's desires given to us by God could be a calling to serve him in a particular way with our gifts. Mine you guys, my goal, I totally judged mine. Uh, that it was something that I shouldn't want. And as I was doing this exercise in the workshop, I was a little embarrassed because my number one desire in my heart seemed really selfish. And while I was late making my list, Holy Spirit was actually having me write something. He was doing something on the other side of my paper and I wrote my top 10 lists on the one side. He was doing something on the other side and I could see how it all came together to impact others. Do you want me to share it with you? <laughs> okay, so I actually came up with 12 goals during this goal setting workshop. They were in no particular order. Reach 10,000 downloads on my podcast. Thank you to everyone who's sharing. You guys are helping me do that. Number two was have a $25,000 course launch. Number three was create a course. <laughs> you can kind of see how that one needs to happen before the launch. Number four is pay off our debt. So we have student loans, a business credit card, a consolidation loan, and a construction loan. want to pay that off. Uh, I don't know what I'm around. Number five, raise $10,000 for Operation Underground Railroad. Oh man, their mission just touches my heart. I think about it all the time. Number six is a deeper identity in Christ. Seven is to release 50 pounds. Yes, I've got some baby weight, stress weight, working from home weight, and perimenopause weight all stacked on top of each other. Uh, I think number seven, we're on eight maybe. Clarity on my calling and owning it. Yes. Next one is create God's character Bible verse cards for girls and a journal and coloring book to make it a set. Next one is create a passive income funnel for my website. Then I have a 10 day family vacation and just for fun, my dream home. <laughs> now, when Mike, the leader of this goal sending workshop asked us to pick our number one goal, oh, I knew exactly which one it was. It literally leapt off the page at me. And even though it made me uncomfortable and it felt impossible and I felt judged and I was embarrassed by it, I knew it was the right one for me. Can you guess which one it was? It wasn't all the business goals of reaching 10,000 downloads, creating a course, having a $25,000 launch. It wasn't paying off our debt. It wasn't the dream home, the dream vacation, or creating a passive income strategy. You guys, it was releasing the 50 pounds. My weight, my body image, and my identity is the one thing that I've been struggling with for the past 30 years through different seasons of my life. And I know the me now version carrying this extra weight is not who I really am. I know those times in my life that I've been at a healthy weight. I felt more alive. I've had more energy. I felt more confident in my own skin and my body. I felt more connected to my husband and more on fire for what God has laid before me. I could show up more. I could love my neighbor better because I love myself. And so why did I feel like this was selfish? This, this was not a vain goal. <laughs> it affects so many areas of my life. And so the verse for this podcast, 3 John 2, says, Beloved, I pray that you may prosper in all things and be in health just as your soul prospers. That is a promise. We are supposed to seek healing on the inside so it reflects on the outside. We are supposed to thrive and prosper and enjoy abundance and health and prosperity and in all things. That is what our Father God had in mind when he created us. So once I got over the initial idea that my desire was selfish, I saw what the Holy Spirit was doing on my on the other side of my paper. He gave me the vision to write it plainly. And this is what I wrote. My desire to release 50 pounds in a year is going to lead me to create valuable content for my podcast that solves this issue for other moms Which is going to lead to 10,000 downloads, passive income products, and a course launch of 25,000 plus more than enough to pay off our debt, buy our dream home, and take a 10-day family vacation. And also create godly resources for little girls so they know who they are from the start and have their identities anchored in Christ. oh! oh. So all 12 of my goals were in there and they were connected to each other. Sounds big, right? I know. Uh, But I don't have to take all that on. I get to focus on the what and God gets to do the how. John 15, four through six says, remain in me and I will remain in you. Just as no branch can bear fruit by itself unless it remains in the vine, neither can you bear fruit unless you remain in me. I'm the vine and you are the branches. The one who remains in me and I in him will bear much fruit. For apart from me, you can do nothing. When you think about fruit growing on the vine, is it worried about how fast it's gonna grow, where it's gonna get water from and how much it needs, how much sun it needs? No, no. All that it needs is given to it. It rests on the branch and the vine provides. It is our job to abide in him and it's God's job to help bear the fruit, provide for our needs and multiply. I'm not going to worry about all of those other things. I'm just going to focus on taking action on my number one goal, the number one desire of my heart, which is releasing the 50 pounds and what it will take to do that. That doesn't mean I'm not going to play an active role in the other pieces, but (laughs) I remain in him and he remains in me and he helps bear the fruit. Apart from him, I can do nothing. So now that you have your single most important goal, the desire that God put in your heart to bring to fruition, I want you to move on to step three, which is to get the full picture. I want you to take into consideration what is going on in your life right now. Do you have other big projects that have to get done during this time frame? What people do you need to support you or cooperate with you on your goal? What obstacles or challenges do you need to overcome both internally, inside you, and then externally? You need to calculate all of these out. Make a list. And adjust your goals around them. Adjust and think, What am I? how am I going to not let this obstacle get in my way? How am I going to handle that? So, for example, if I want to release 50 pounds, I need to realize that sticking to a food plan in the moment of impulse is going to be a challenge. What is my plan for overcoming that obstacle? Or if I don't have clean food options prepped ahead of time, then I'm going to be vulnerable to grabbing processed food for fuel, which isn't going to be ideal. What if I'm feeling resistance to my worthiness to deserve to feel free and happy? Or that if I lose weight, others will notice and it will bring unwanted attention. Or close family and friends will feel offended or jealous that I'm making changes, right? Or will judge me for losing weight and seeing success. This happens. Are there any new skills I need to learn to accomplish my goals? Do I need to learn how to set boundaries with my family at night with snacks? And what foods I bring into the home? (laughs) Okay, so write down all of those challenges, those obstacles, or lack of skills and how you will overcome them. Step four, next I want you to consider what needs to happen to make your goals a reality. So planning out your next steps is probably the hardest part of this process and it's the last one I'm gonna talk about in today's episode, but it's absolutely necessary to success. They say that a goal without a plan is just a wish. So you have to list everything out that you will have to do in order to accomplish your goal in the amount of time you chose. Once you get done with this, you have to look and be like, hey, can I do this? If not, you have to either adjust your goal or you have to adjust your time frame. right? In this case, it's a little under a year. This doesn't have to be overwhelming. There doesn't have to be stress attached to this. If you've taken into consideration the true desires of your heart and what is going on in your life to develop realistic expectations, you're going to be just fine. I want to release 50 pounds, which is totally doable in a year, but if I were to put six months on that goal or keep thinking in my mind that I wanted to be 50 pounds lighter like yesterday, then I'm going to freak out. Just know that tomorrow belongs to you and you need a specific and functional operating system or workflow. That is going to help you get there so you can claim what is yours from a place of rest. Because any striving is going to work against your creation. You want to flow into what is already yours. God gives you the desires of your heart so it's already yours. The Bible says not to worry about tomorrow because tomorrow will worry for itself, which is true. And so knowing exactly what steps you need to take will help you not worry about it. So for me and my goal, I need to prep and plan ahead for clean foods. I need to go to bed earlier and stop staying up late with my teenagers so I feel more rested and less stressed. I need to follow the whole food plan that I set up for myself and stay off of Facebook so I have more time to plan and prep, so I don't compare myself to others and their journeys, so I can say no to opportunities that I see so that I can create that margin in my life. I need to take my supplements on a daily basis because my cells need nourishment on a cellular level. I need to pray and seek God. I need to process my prophetic words and use scripture to create my identity statements to help combat negative self-talk. I need to possibly do an inner healing session for anything that might come up, track my thoughts around food to be able to overcome triggers. I need to drink 64 ounces of water daily. Like make a list of all the things prioritizing 20 minutes of movement every day, sauna and massages for self care and relaxation. You get the idea. You can even order these in order in which they need to happen. Are there some things that need to happen before others? Okay. So put them in order. Once you have your functional operating system and workflow down, then you need to have the right attitude and belief about your operating system and how it's going to work for you. And so we're going to talk about that in the next episode. These were my top four tips for helping you create goals that you actually want to achieve. So join me in the next episode where we're going to talk about the last tip to kind of put all of this together for you. And of course, my favorite essential oils to help you get there. Thanks for joining me today. We'll see you next time. Hey, beloved, real quick before you go, if you found value in today's podcast and you learned something new, head over to iTunes for Covered Beloved and leave a five-star review. Hit subscribe while you're there. And of course, if you have friends who would benefit from today's episode, be sure to share. Until next time, remember, God's got you covered.